This town, we might have heard about in the news because it's been talked about uh, quite frequently as one of the um, old Red Wall communities, is Bishop Auckland. And it has a little bit of a strange undercurrent right now in the form of a wealthy benefactor who I'm pretty sure is a Dracula. Let's talk about it. <coughs> Bishop Auckland, little background, 25,000 person, former mining town near Durham. It's one of the poster children for like the decay and decline of British regions, and so on and so on and so on. You know the rest of the story. However, it has one thing that others don't, which the dungaree is... dungaree factory. The dungaree factory yeah. and a very, very eccentric billionaire who has taken it upon himself to align himself with the town by buying it effectively. So... I'm going to give a little background. He's called Jonathan Ruffer. He's one of the richest men in England. Uh, he is a uh, fund manager, and he's decided to take the business of regenerating the town of Bishop Auckland into his own hands, in line with a set of priorities that would be consistent with the same that priorities that a Dracula would have. I'm not saying he's a Dracula. <laughs> Can't sue me. I'm not saying you're a Dracula. I'm saying your priorities are Draculish. We just... We're just asking questions, you know? Maybe he's been reading these Dracula success business books. I don't know. Isn't this like the plot of The Wicker Man? <laughs> Look, I'm not saying he's a plot of the... He's not a Wicker Man. He's not the Yellow King. He's just acting in a way that I wouldn't be surprised if this turns out to be a Wicker Man situation. <laughs> mm. So... Jonathan Ruffer's interest in Bishop Auckland, says the BBC, isn't immediately clear... Because he's a dragon, mm. allegedly. The 68-year-old investment fund manager had no connection to Bishop Auckland until a decade ago. As I'm dropped off by a perturbed-looking townsperson at the bottom of a very long driveway. <laughs> He'll find you, they say. <laughs> but the avid art collector decided to intervene when the Church of England chose to sell the town's famous collection of paintings that hung in Auckland Castle. Mm. Yes. So it involves a castle. I wonder just, oh, gee, why, why are these august old institutions and councils and stuff facing so much fiscal tightness that they have to sell off all the paintings to rich Draculas, allegedly? I don't know. And also, where are all these you know, vampires getting all their money from? I mean, I would have thought the vampiring business had been in decline since at least 1900. Oh, this alleged vampire is allegedly a fund manager. Ah, it's more of a metaphorical vampire. Allegedly. Mm. <laughs> We're going to get a lot of mileage out of the word allegedly in the next little while. Also, a lawyer friend recently told me that saying allegedly doesn't work if it's alleged by you. It's <laughs> 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 being like someone who is allegedly a pedophile by me now. Um, <laughs> like, <laughs> um, uh, congratulations, you've witnessed the final Trash Future podcast. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> if, we can't, if we can't say allegedly to shield us from lawsuits, we cannot do this show. No. Allegedly. Mm. Anyway, uh, so what started, and this is continuing in the um, BBC, what started as a simple art deal has now evolved into a grand sweeping mission to rejuvenate the economy in the Northeast. Yes, rejuvenate the economy. 
Mm. I wanted to take, this is him now talking allegedly, I wanted to take on the regeneration of an area that was almost totally bypassed by this brave new world, he explains. Mm. And now, Somewhere far away from road links. <laughs> <laughs> and now, hatches vast plans under the umbrella of an organization called the Auckland Project. <laughs> which should sound like something from Resident Evil. <laughs> Hell yeah. I mean, that's, that's a very sinister sentence, right? He now hatches vast plans under the umbrella of the Auckland Project. Mm. I'm not saying there's any, any, like, you know, sacrifice or um, Draculism going on. Mm. We're not saying he drinks blood, right? He's not Peter Thiel. But the point is, it's weird. So... Out of this one decision made in 2012 to save one art collection once has spun out the purchase or construction of an art museum about mining, an art museum about Spain, a weirdly specific ancient Roman altar a couple miles out of town, several... (laughs) Not not joking. Several walled gardens in a deer park, a castle, uh, a semi-private enterprise venue for social whatever called Eleven Arches, a historical theme park, and a very strange new tower built in a very strange place in the town that's Mm. an information center. So a castle, a Roman altar, a ready supply of deer, and a mysterious tower. (laughs) Hmm. Allegedly. Mm. No, that's just true. We're not not alleging anything on top of that. That's just those are the things he happens to have bought in a very suspicious order. (laughs) Look, do they come in the shape of a pentagram? What doesn't these days? (laughs) And... And uh, also at this theme park is um, a nighttime nighttime show and ritual called Kinren, which is allegedly a performance of the history of England put on by local volunteers. Jonathan Ruffer said, using local people creates an intensity. People cry at the end. There's something elemental about what's going on. (laughs) Uh, the main purpose of Kinren was to get all the villagers' pitchforks into one place. <laughs> <laughs> Certainly a very regular ritual done by a very regular guy. Hmm. But it's giving, but it's like passing feelings onto each other. Yeah. You know. Weirdly, Bishop Auckland is the only town in the whole of Britain where there is no oak whatsoever. <laughs> um, so that's, that's all of what he has bought, built, or otherwise um, excavated. <laughs> Which, again, that last thing is weird. Why excavate the Roman altar? Unless you're planning to do something weird about it. This is why I'm mad that, like, you regressive left people kicked Alex Jones off of YouTube. Because this is, like, the perfect thing for our daddy Jones to go and, like... He he did Bohemian Grove. I mean, come on. This is just, like, ripe for it. The thing is... I I was going to say, the thing is, like... the. A, va- a vampire colony sounds scary, but we also have to bear in mind that this is the British vampire colony, which means it's, like it's going to suck and be boring as well, right? So, like, you can have a really cool gothic tower, which would, like, really emphasize that I'm a vampire and I'm coming for your souls. But it's probably going to be, like, just a really boring Perspex tower block, it is. right? Yeah. It is. You got it. And, all the, vamp- it. and it all the vampires are just like Blue Peter presenters. <laughs> <laughs> Turns out the BBC's known about it for years. <laughs> uh, there's also 
a plan to renovate several derelict hotels. You know, mm. the Overlook, the Bates, and so on. Um, and the Auckland Project has been steadily buying up empty shops, but its proposals for them remain under wraps. <laughs> it's very small thunder a far distance away. Uh, a, a, a small thunder who has anxiety, yes. So, how much money is this businessman willing to spend? More than we were on that sound effect. <laughs> Quite the opposite, Milo. I'm very shy, he says, when it comes to talking about the amount of the expenditure, said Ruffer, swirling an ornate goblet of what I can only assume is red wine. <laughs> and he would only talk to us at night. <laughs> I'm a drain pipe. Whatever comes in at the top, leaves at the bottom, and I'll leave it at that. He Wait, adds cryptically. This is a, he's a human centipede. That's, that's what I'm taking from this. Look, he's all kinds of different horror movies. He's basically universal monsters. Hell yeah. <laughs> Although, Mr. Ruffer is vague about the amount that he's spending. The scale of the project is clear. He hopes the tourist attractions, which are just off the main shopping artery, will help the circulation of blood to the town center. He literally said that. He actually said that. <laughs> Incredible. Yes, we want to help the circulation of blood to the town center. Where I, near where I've bought this altar and am conducting a ritual frequently and I've built this tower and I'm slowly keeping all of these shops under wraps. Yes, the thunder! <laughs> thunder, it's alive! Do not look under the tarpaulin. <laughs> the tarpaulin will be removed when the time is nigh. I love that. I love that we're just, you're doing gentrification but somehow we have to put it through the aesthetics of the movie Pet Cemetery. <laughs> Uh, yeah, because he's basically reading a spell from the Necronomicon to encourage gentrification, allegedly. <laughs> so, who is, who is Jonathan Ruffer? Seems like an odd guy. I make my money here in London uh, through my investment fund, then I recycle it up there, Ruffer said uh, during a recent chat at his firm, Ruffer LLP's boardroom in London. That part of the world, he said, referring to the Northeast, saw its best days in the 19th century, depending on you ask. Hmm. And it's very much in need of a helping hand. I wanted to create a series of excellences that would put a spring back in its step. You know the normal way by building a strange specific tower, digging up an ancient Roman altar, keeping large spaces of the town under wraps, and then conducting a mass ritual on a regular basis. That's just gentrification. <laughs> That's how it happens. First they did it in Dalston, now it's Bishop Auckland's turn. <laughs> 